I'm terrified. And recording. I am also recording. Hey, hold, hold, hold on one second. I too am recording. But the bit was not recorded. Unfortunately. <laughs> Only you had control of that. Follow us on Patreon to get access to the black tapes and find out what that bit was. Yeah. We're like... It is currently rinsing out like two dishes, so... Uh. We're like Richard Nixon. We're just constantly recording everything in the background. <laughs> sure, you can listen to the normal stuff for free, but... Oh boy, if you want that sexy stuff... <laughs> Nothing you know, Richard the... Nixon has ever done has been sexy. Oh, I, I firmly disagree. Uh, yeah. What was the sexiest, most sensual thing Richard Nixon has ever done? Well, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole because I just Googled Richard Nixon sexy. Oh, God. Deep throat. <laughs> Deep throat. He's not Richard Nixon, so that's good. No, but he was involved. Okay. He was, was tangentially part of that. There's a picture of him in high school in, like, a football uniform. Where he's young. So, I, that's something. I can't... Mm. I typed in Richard Nissan. <laughs> that's a person. <laughs> There's a website called hottestheadsofstate.com that has a Richard Nixon page. That is a very specific kink, and I'm happy for them. Ten photos of Richard Nixon that will make you say, oh, Richard Nixon. Mm. <laughs> Does Richard what Nixon like you more than a, like you as more than a friend? Take the quiz. No. <laughs> this almost sounds like a, a, a cultural influence program he started in the waning years of the presidency and nobody ever thought to cancel. All right, let's take this quiz. Oh, God. And we'll do it as a, as a podcast. Yes. You're feeling pretty down after failing your geometry test. When you tell Richard Nixon about it, he, A, tries to cheer you up by muttering a series of ethnic slurs against the <laughs> Irish, or, or B, breaks into your geometry teacher's classroom and steals all of his files. Now your geometry teacher is super sad because he doesn't have any files. What do we I, as a podcast think? Well, for one thing, real quick, I do want to mention... I find it hilarious that it's like, you know, you're taking the test to see if Richard Nixon likes you, but you are making the decisions for mm. Richard Nixon. I think you're. I think you're meant to say it in spirit of what you think Richard Nixon would do in this scenario, so that you can kind of suss out are you, whether or not he are likes you. Are you like Richard Nixon? No, no, you're not. You're not saying what you would do. You're trying to say what you think Richard Nixon would do to you. Mm, to try okay. to suss out whether or not he likes you as more than a friend. Well, as a true student of Richard Nixon, I would say that obviously he would not be the one to break into the teacher's classroom. I agree. He'd have a bunch of kids do it. He would definitely be the one to <laughs> mutter a bunch of incoherent slurs against the Irish and others. Uh, He's not a fan of the Irish. I agree. I think He's not a fan of any, anybody. <laughs> I think we're right. unanimous on this one. Irish. One sign that Richard Nixon might be into you is that he will insist on driving you to your dates with other guys. Has this happened to you? A. Yes, it's how I figured out that I could make him drive me to the airport by telling him I had a date at the airport. Or B. 
Not yet, but I have been dropping hints like, I have a date tonight, so I guess I'll have to check the bus schedule. Yes, Richard Nixon is firmly into cuckolding. <laughs> I don't think this, that's okay. I don't, I don't understand. Is this like a deep cut that I don't get? Like, I mean, it's a combination of shitty teenage advice quit like quizzes and Richard Nixon. <laughs> no, I mean like the whole like Richard Nixon will drive you to dates and like drop you off at the airport or something. I think they're saying like guys will drive you to dates with other guys oh. if they're into you. Okay. So okay. what do you what do we think? Yes. Yes. Lucas said yes. All right. I, I'm going. Yes, yes, it is. You're chatting with Richard Nixon before class when he spots the poster of Rutherford B. Hayes that's hanging in your locker. How does he react? A. When you open your locker, there's a signed glossy photo of Richard Nixon. When you ask him about it, he just shrugs and says, I am not a crook. And then flirtatiously shakes his jowls. (laughs) Or B. He comments that Hayes' beard makes him look like a communist. And okay, he is not totally wrong. Um, B. I'm leaning more towards A. I, I, I'm interested too. I think it might be B. Okay. I, I think, I think he's a pretty, I think he's very much, very much the red scare. <laughs> what do you and Richard Nixon usually talk about? A, he likes to tell me about his grievances. B, I mean, yeah, it's mostly just a list of his grievances and how the school administration is out to get him. <laughs> so, Who does that sound like? Yeah, I can't tell <laughs> which one. It sounds similar. B? But I kind of want to go with B just because it's yeah. funnier. <laughs> They're the exact same answer. But B is like, yeah, I guess there's not really anything else. All right. Do you ever catch Richard Nixon staring at you? A, not really. Sometimes I'll catch his eye, but I can't be sure if he was looking at me or the invisible demons that stalk him at every turn. Jesus. Or B, yes, usually from inside a cable repair van that has been parked in front of my house for six months. Mm. He, he did do some surveillance. I don't think he personally did it. So we might have to, once again, give it to the other option. Although, oh, yeah. did, is there evidence of invisible demons with Richard Nixon? Let's find out. All right. Invisible demons it is. How did you do? Get your results. Richard Nixon is not that into you. <laughs> Richard Nixon no. definitely likes you as a friend, but he's not interested in you romantically. At least not yet. You should definitely check back and take this quiz again to see if anything has changed. Let's say once a week. <laughs> what? That's pretty, that's, that's pretty great. Richard Nixon is just not that into us, guys. How will I go on? Honestly, you'll never get over it. <laughs> I mean, Oh, this website so also makes candles. I separately typed in, did Richard Nixon see invisible demons and did Richard Nixon hear voices and all the results were exactly the same. <laughs> and, it, and it's just like Nixon's demons following him. Uh, listen to r- the Richard Nixon tapes. Uh, Richard Nixon's demons finally catch up with him. Like, <laughs> I just want to know if the man was crazy. There's They make candles on this website. Mm hmm. They have an Obama-scented candle, because you miss him, uh, and a Trump-scented candle, make America smell great again, with a little Trump wig on top of the candle. Okay, they're playing both sides of the field on this one. I, I don't know. That's just good capitalism. <laughs> yeah, you know what? 
They make a lot of candles. Well, they're also making an impeachment scented candle right now. So I think they're just throwing whatever at the wall. I I, honestly, though, I think that that is a slam dunk. (laughs) Impeachment. Come on. If it smells Uh, like anything besides peaches. Is that a whiff of impeachment in the air? Hopefully for the Republic's sake, but also since it means you couldn't resist this candle. (laughs) I like this website a lot. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> what what is the website called? It's called hottestheadsofstate.com. Uh, it's kind of a blast. I wonder who made it because it's 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 legitimately pretty good. A scientific and unbiased ranking of the hottest heads of state. No, yep. there's some Justin Trudeau fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god, that might get more racial than we <laughs> want to. A profile of Boris Johnson. Everything you need to know about Zuzana Kapitova. <laughs> Finally, someone invented a hotness ranking machine. It was us. <laughs> this is pretty great, right? honestly. You know- oh no, they have a which U.S. president is your perfect boyfriend quiz. Oh, uh, maybe next podcast. Next podcast. Ne- next time we're gonna do one of these as the opener for every podcast. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am book- bookmarking this for uh, number 69. Oh, it's on 69, too. It's podcast 69. We're going to take a U.S. president boyfriend quiz. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hope we before- need that planning document so that we can do it. Mm. But before then, we have to get on with episode 68 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Coming to you on Monday, September 30th, 2019. Today on the podcast, we have the man who can squat 250 pounds 10 times, Ryan Holtz. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't think I could even come close to that in high school <laughs> when I was an athlete. Oh, man, I have long legs. It, uh, long, long bony chicken legs. That uh... One squat for me is like six squats for one of you, <laughs> you're mortal. <laughs> you don't understand the level I'm playing at here. <laughs> yes no long legs as in unattractively long legs not a not a humble brag type thing you know what i was trying to hype you up there man you you're you're, you're great don't let yourself ever think otherwise i cannot accept a compliment because my self-esteem is too low oh <laughs> <laughs> everybody was, in the comments down, da, da, da. Everybody, that was a joke please don't read into it everybody in the comments down below give ryan a compliment Oh, God, this is pathetic. <laughs> I'm like a high school girl posting a Twitter post that's just like, everything sucks. <laughs> With no no ads, There's no, no hashtags. There's no trust out there. Yeah, just, just fishing. <laughs> fishing for them compliments. Oh, oh, man. It sounds more like a Tumblr thing, but there was a okay. stretch when there was a lot of overlap between all the social media platforms. And also, no, I'm not sexist. High school boys would say something like, fuck you anyway. <laughs> they they wouldn't they wouldn't say like everything sucks. Yeah, they would they would pretend to be indignant about it, mm-hmm. which is one hundred percent worse. <laughs> I don't know how to com- I, I I don't know how to process my complex feelings about a situation, so I'm just going to be mad about the world. I always like when we start off a, a statement that starts with "Don't worry, I'm not sexist." <laughs> <laughs> I I felt I felt the cancellation culture coming in. Yeah. It's closing in on us, baby. <laughs> gotta gotta defuse those before uh, 
and he fires her lit. You already got one strike for the uh, no girls allowed on Twitch thing. Yeah, that is my opinion. (laughs) You heard it here, guys. Women are banned on Twitch. You guys don't understand. Twitch was first thought of as a a male-only streaming Mm. site. And, like, it's fine. (laughs) They're allowed to do that. White men only have one thing, and it's Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's our only outlet for self-expression. Yeah. Don't take that away from them. Come on, guys. I'm a white male yeah. and I'm straight. I deserve it. Give them a break. Jeez. It's Twitch. We've it's, had a rough go. It's Twitch. It's by guys for guys. Yeah, if I go yeah. on to Twitch and yeah, I still want to see porn, but I want it to be of dudes. Is that that crazy? Yeah. No, I'm totally down for men exposing themselves oh, too much. Sounds good to me. In the course of this, I realized it might actually be pretty good for our viewership if we were actually to get canceled. So that actually might be the title of this episode. Quick, Lucas, say something racist. <laughs> um, 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 no. Also on the podcast, no. yeah. we have Do it. the guy Do it. Yeah. whose favorite dinner is Boo. berry-flavored wind sauce over Boo. angel hair, Andrew Clark. You even had an opportunity there. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. One, because I hate that commercial. <laughs> and two, because you're a coward. <laughs> yeah, you could have you could have definitely gotten into some fun. And uh, introducing the guy whose favorite dinner is potatoes and more potatoes and oh no, what happened to my potatoes? <laughs> oh wow, he's so drunk. <laughs> Hey, Andrew, why are you so angry all the time? <laughs> oh, stereotypes. I like how the like the white European stereotype is the same, regardless of what part of Europe you're from. Like, ah, they're angry and drink a lot. <laughs> and, and yeah, angry and drink a lot. There's different flavors of angry and drink a lot, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Some people British, get angry. The Irish, the Germans. Yeah, well, the, yeah. So, like, like with the, the Irish, they get Russians. angry, drink a lot, and then starve to death. With the Germans, they get angry, drink a lot, and then try to subjugate the whole world. You see? <laughs> when the Brits do it, they also try to subjugate the world and are kind of more successful at yeah. it. I was going to say, Much they're, more they're good at it. <laughs> it. It fucking worked for a while. Yep. I'm Lucas. Imperialism is bad to right now. Okay. Well, good timing. I'm Lucas. Imperialism is bad to writer, and yeah, Russia is becoming an increasing problem for the global community, and mm, that's going to be an issue within our lifetimes. Welcome back to this week's NPR <laughs> podcast. What you can do to stop the Russian takeover, and if you're Dutch. You, you get uh, you drink a lot and uh, you dance in funny shoes. And you got colorful flowers as your only source of income. And pot. Ooh. And other illicit drugs. Yeah. Is your derider name, is that Dutch? It is, actually. Um, actually, Ooh. distantly related to a famous Dutch admiral that uh, pulled a fast one on the Brits uh, during... One of the European wars, I don't know. Hey, oh, Lucas, sneaky I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a tip. Yeah, there's no, there's no such thing as a famous Dutch admiral. 
I mean, if you Google Admiral DeRiter, my ancestor pops up. Yeah, Andrew. Jeez, he's got a Wikipedia page. What do you have? <laughs> a okay, failing was, podcast. What was what was his name? <laughs> Admiral DeRiter. I want to say well, Michael. It is. It's Mikiel de Reiter. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Dutch have a really dumb accent. Nah, yeah, it's, it's probably pronounced like a V or something stupid like that. <laughs> Mikiel de Reiter. <laughs> Boy, he's he's kind of a chunk. He's, he's a chunk. He's a fucking chunk. Thickums Derider was his nickname. <laughs> I don't know why my brother and I look the way we do. <laughs> he's fucking thick. Yeah. Look at this on his on his Wikipedia page. Look at the picture of him in the first Anglo-Dutch War. He fucking he's straight thonk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta link this picture. These are in the messages right now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if it's the clothes he's wearing. He looks, he looks different in every fucking portrait, and each one it just he looks uglier and fatter <laughs> oh. every time. And the more the more you go down. <laughs> oh man! Well, how do you know you're related to this guy? Is he just the first guy with your last name that you found online? Um, I because I could say that my ancestors like explored the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, my ancestor coached Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> Equal Sorry, bud. <laughs> He's still alive. Oh, um, special teams are really special. I mm, uh, I vaguely remember my grandfather sh- saying that we were related to him uh, when we were hanging out in the Berlin Public Library. Uh, looking that information up, and then when I met Emma's family, they for some reason were really read up on it. <laughs> oh, they googled you. Yes, Lucas, they googled you. Yeah. <laughs> I, for one, Lucas, am astounded that you would even dare to assume that y- you came from this man's pure lineage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this guy's birth name wasn't DeRider, though. It was oh, Mikael Adrianzun. I mean, if, so where did DeRider come from? I, I assume he changed it to DeRider? It's his stage name. Is DeRider, does that mean, like, of writer? I have no fucking like idea. Like Spanish? Because Spanish, it's like day is of. Of the writers. Yeah. Whatever writer means. I... I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 can I tell a bad joke? Of course. Mm-hmm. What do you think this sure. podcast is but a collection of bad jokes? So on dates, you know, I'm talking to people and they ask me what I do. And I tell them, oh, yeah, I'm a writer. And they're like, oh, is it because your last name is DeWriter? And my response is always, yeah. Sometimes I wish my last name was Cummings because then I'd have a lot more fun. <clears throat> What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> Honest- I will I will say that wasn't a joke because I've heard him say it before <laughs> in real life to people. Yeah. I mean it 
Honestly, when you tell the story of yourself telling that story, if you say that you want to hear a really bad joke that I tell whenever people ask me that, you could, it, it could literally just be like an anti-joke. Like mm. they're like, oh, you know, is that because of your name? And you say, no. <laughs> just end the joke right there. Andrew, that's what shooting your shot looks like. You wouldn't know. Uh, but you do know about The Last of Us Part 2 going into News of the Week. No, yeah, we used to have transition music. Wait, no, this is the... In- Bring it back. Bring it back. That's the opening music. That's not whatever... Well, that's where it's going, Lucas. Okay. Let's do it in... Re- so what you do, Lucas, is you isolate that audio clip and you play it in reverse. And it sounds demonic and terrible. And it tells you to kill your family. <laughs> Ryan, I think... And then that'll be the News of the Week music. I forget what episode it was, but I definitely isolated you doing our intro music and just played that for the intro in one episode. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Just start out next week's uh, podcast. Due to an unfortunate murder-suicide, Lucas will not be joining us this week. Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't question it. Yeah, what? Um, I, I, wait, so... I'm sorry, in the murder-suicide, am I killing somebody else and then myself, or somebody killing me and then themselves? Hey, you won't know. Potato, potato. (laughs) Tomato, you're dead. And I would know about potatoes, wouldn't I? Ah, Bring it back. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called a callback. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, Last of Us Part 2 finally has a release date. What was it announced, like, three, four years ago? Like, it, it, it was announced before Death Stranding. Yep. And Death Stranding is going to come out before The Last of Us Part 2. Death Stranding, the game that we are 90% sure would never come out, is going to come out this November. And The Last of Us Part 2 is coming out next february i mean but the last of us part two won't have an online mode so can we really say it's an actual video game uh, oh yeah that was another thing so new trailer show show some of the story Look, looks very good very excited i'm an i'm an excited boy it's coming out next year february 21st 2020 um and in the same week they said like hey guys we know that you were all uh, you know fans of the multiplayer mode in the last of us part one and we worked really hard to try to get like a multiplayer mode and it kind of like turned into its own thing. And we think it would take away time and resources from our team that is working on the single player mode. So it's not going to be multiplayer in The Last of Us Part 2. The multiplayer mode we are working on will come about in some form eventually, but it's not going to be in this game. People just freaked mm. out. They're like, no, I need my tacked on multiplayer in my single player game. <laughs> just, Yeah. So, here's an interesting thing. When do we think the PS5 is coming out? I just Googled it, and someone placed it right around November of 2020. Yep. Do you think they're going to do the same thing and kind of do like a a cross-platform remaster for PS5 like they did with 3 and 4? And if so, would you wait until the PS5 comes out to get the superior version of the game? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was short. Would you? Are, are, yeah. Do you think you're gonna do the 
pay 120 bucks for two games? No. Oh. I I did see that kind of the the rumor mill going around like when they released some of those specs for the PS5 is that finally there would be backwards compatibility between PS4 discs discs god I can't talk PS4 discs and the PlayStation 5 um which would be cool if that ends up being true then I'll only need one copy of the game would you and let me give you a hypothetical here would you uh purchase the PlayStation 4 version of this game uh, buy a PlayStation 5, and then if they did something like a, here is a $10 patch to boost your PlayStation 4 copy of The Last of Us 2 up to the PlayStation 5 version of the game specs, would you invest yeah, in do that? that. Yeah? i do that. Is that. Is that a thing that they're going to do? Have you heard that? Um, or, or did you just make that up? I vaguely remember that being... Um, I feel like they did something similar to the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah, there was a PlayStation 3 Assassin's Creed game that came out right before the PlayStation 4 launched. And then what they did there was, hey, if you can enter the serial code for the PlayStation 3 version of the game, you can get the PlayStation 4 version for $10 more digitally. Oh, okay. Yeah. But wouldn't it just be cooler if they were like, hey, if you buy the game digitally and then... Buy a PlayStation 5, you can get the updated version for free. Yeah. Because you bought the PlayStation 5. That would be very cool, but we live in a capitalist hellscape. Well, I mean, in theory, they'd make a lot of money because people would buy a PlayStation 5 to get cool updated Last of Us for free. Also true. Be like a bundle. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um, Who am I? Ellie's girlfriend is definitely going to die in the game, right? I mean, I mean, everyone thought Joel was going to die in the first one. Also true. Here he is. Here he is. Living his best life. Although apparently kind of not, because he doesn't seem to be no, super he's central. Great. He's not doing great. No. <laughs> it kind of, I mean, like, it kind of looked like the story, at least from what I gather from the trailers, is that, like, the story centered on, like, Ellie's girlfriend being murdered and then you getting revenge. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it could be anything. The Last of Us definitely... Did not go where you thought it was going to go. I uh, I hope it does not, because that's kind of a problematic trope of uh, homosexual couple, one of the members of that couple dying, and then it becomes a character arc for the other one. Um, I, know, I know there aren't a lot of that's... gay characters in video games, period, so even their inclusion at all is kind of a step forward, but I feel bad judging games on a curve, and... Also, especially after The Last of Us, I really just want Ellie to be happy and have an awesome girlfriend. And yeah. If you think this is ending happy, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, except for the total happy ending at the first one. <laughs> With like a little hint of mistrust, but like, come on, let's be oh, honest. Oh, I didn't. I, I totally interpreted that differently. That was, to me, a very n- unhappy ending. Okay. But that was like I mean, the alternative like was they both die and the the virus isn't contained and humanity's last hope dies with it. No, I I saw that as like a the end of the Last of Us. Their relationship is completely destroyed, never to be the same again. Like all trust completely broken. I know, <laughs> I know that's yeah. how you saw it, and I'm saying the alternative is they both die. 
So in in happier terms, it is somewhat of a happy ending. It's not a happy ending. It's the happier ending. Yes. I, I think it's just the less sad ending. Mm. Well, that's why you're glass half empty and I'm glass half full. Aha. Uh-huh. Ha-ha. Pessimist, you. I think we know what we're introducing ourselves as next week. <sighs> uh, do you guys want to know how bad Fallout 76 is? How bad is it? The promotional... Power armor mask that they sold is will literally poison you. Yay! <laughs> but wait, the power armor is supposed to keep you from poison. I, the irony is not lost on the recall. So it's funny, like there's mold, everything is terrible, this helmet sucks. Honestly, even though it nullifies the impact of this helmet mm-hmm. being so poisonous... The update on this article, I would argue, is the funniest part of the entire story. I did not see that there was an update. Oh, no, let me read it then. Don't read it. Go for it. After our article was published, a representative from Chronicle Collectibles reached out to let us know that of the 20,000 Nuka-Cola-themed helmets that were manufactured, only 32 were Mm. sold. Mm. (laughs) It says that all of those customers were directly notified about the recall. All 20,000 units have been recalled. Oh my god. <laughs> 32 out of 20,000. What and they, a fuck up. There was so few of them, they were just like reached out via text to all the people that <laughs> oh bought it. God. And were like, hey fam, thanks for buying our helmet. By the way, it's they, poison. They knew, <laughs> they knew all of them by name. Yeah. Hey, there, Eric. There was no way that they weren't all just like their relatives and like people that worked... <laughs> <laughs> they were given away as like raffles in Bethesda. Oh, oh. God. yep. Oh man. So we're not gonna get a Fallout Five at this rate. Thirty-two. Mm. That is a laughable. That's that's like Tumblr. Yep. Tumblr's sale price. It's just such a laughably <laughs> low number when compared with the big number. Oh man. That's wild. A French court has ruled that Valve has to let people resell their games on Steam. In France? Well, the way a lot of European courts work is that once one country adopts it, there's a solid chance that it will be... um, Oh, throughout the EU? Yeah. Yeah, but not America. Yeah. Yet. Although, eh, I'd be surprised if that came to America since our laws are generally less consumer-friendly. But, yeah... I'm guessing not on Steam, right? Like, they have to, like, find a way to create, like, a new platform I, that allows you to resell Steam games. I can see Valve just creating the ability for people to resell it, like... Doesn't it seem like you're really penalizing this company. Right. <laughs> like, they have to develop a whole infrastructure, devote yeah. employees to it, upkeep servers, all that. Just to, like, lose money. <laughs> like, you have to do all this shit so that your company can lose money. Like, that kind of that kind of sucks to me. Like, I see why yeah. you should allow them to resell games, but I feel like they shouldn't be forced to I, and, and set like, that up. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, people should probably be able to resell things that they purchase, you know, such as video games. But then at that point, don't you have to say that, like, yeah, Apple, you have to let people resell things that they bought in the app store or in itunes 
and like all that other shit, right? Yeah, I mean, all this digital content that in theory you should have to resell if you should be able to resell if, Steam games. If you I mean, if you bought a like a movie, like a like yeah. a download code on you know Hulu or Amazon Prime or something, you have to be able to resell that now, right? I mean, can't you kind of do that though? No, I mean, I if, don't think so. Well, I mean, if it's I don't know from Hulu, like you get a download code, you download a file onto your laptop, then you can say, "Hey, if you give me five bucks, I will send you this file, and then you can have the movie." You don't. You don't usually get to download files that you can then just like email to people. Like it's usually locked within the digital service that you're using. I and then you can you can download quote unquote the file within that app's interface. Um, I mean, I understand. Usually... I understand that that's the norm, but that's also pretty anti-consumer. I guess, but usually digital files are less expensive than physical media, just because of the lack of overhead costs involved. So, I think generally it's like, oh, if you want the cheaper one, but you'll never be able to sell it again, then you can go with that. Video games might be kind of an exception to that. Mm. Ha, while all you losers are living in the future, I have CDs. I can resell them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm superior. I can resell my CDs to all the people that love CDs and hate Spotify. (laughs) All three of them. (laughs) Okay, and I'm going to go to France and, like, sue Sony saying that, like, they have to hook me up with people that want to buy my CD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew, hear me out. What if instead of doing that, you took the MP3 files off of the CD and then, I don't know, sold them for one cents a pop online somewhere an infinite number of times? It's considered piracy. What's reselling a CD? Reselling a CD, the physical media wasn't duplicated. You you yeah, resold just, and you no longer have it. It's, if you, it's just resale. If yeah. you copy and give something to someone else, that's piracy if you still have your copy. That, that'd be like if I bought a book and then photocopied every single page and then sold the, like the set of that photocopy for a dollar amount and still kept the book. And that became my business. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a good business model. I I guess I, I, I don't know. I just struggle to make the distinction that this kind of digital media should be able to be resold where, where another kind should not be. I, I think it should all be, and I know that's difficult and would have to change a lot of how the internet works, but I think that would be better for everyone. Sure, but you understand how what you proposed is not reselling. Right. Like, in this in this feature they mention in the article, like, you would be getting rid of your game. Like, you would no longer be able to play it. It right. would be transferred to the new person. Yeah. So, that's the difference between selling, which I agree with you. Yeah, sure, you should. Why not? I, I was... But I was making a dumb joke about is different. I was making a dumb joke about how if Andrew wants to make money off of his inexplicable CD collection, there are easier ways to do it than just reselling them. Jokes on you guys! I'm <laughs> never selling that shit. <laughs> Those things That's are only going to go forever. up in value. They're mine forever. In 100 years, those things are going to be worth a fortune. They belong in a museum. <laughs> 
<laughs> forget about uh what's it called physical media rot <laughs> where mm. none of those files are going to be readable in about 15 20 years mm. no <laughs> no actually that's interesting my parents also have a cd collection that i don't think has been used for at least 10 years i wonder oh, if no, in like 10 years it's all going to be worthless no. junk that can't no, be no dude it doesn't it doesn't devolve that quickly i have cds ah. that are like 20 years old CD file rot rate. Disk rot. The tendency of CD uh, to degrade. Um, is there a time? I don't see any time frame. How long for... Uh, oh, wait. Do CDs last? Thanks, Google. Sometimes Google knows that you're typing way too early. Right. Oh, like, yeah, when I say how long... And it says, do CDs last? I know you're looking at my history to, like, see that I'm looking up CD stuff. Uh, the other day, Jade was working at, like, a volunteer event. And she used these, like, special markers that they had bought for the event. And she was talking to me, like, oh, yeah, we use this whatever kind of marker. They were really nice. And then, like, an hour later, Facebook was recommending those markers to her in an ad. <laughs> I love that. Um... All right, so it says CDRs, which are like you can uh, burn them once and then never again, will last 200 years. Huh. Yeah. But CD, CDRWs, the like rewritable ones, those only last 20 to 30 years. Oh. So I think that might have been what I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, either way, CDs have a half-life to them, just the stuff that makes them. Half-life. And- <laughs> After that hits. <laughs> I love the concept of a half-life for a CD. <laughs> like the music becomes half shitty. Like you can't really make out all the I words. I can only hear the bass. There's no yeah. drum. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hear one of the singers on this track. Yeah, the Beatles sounds really weird. In, the right headphones not. Yeah, exactly. Kind of ruins like, the uh, call and response. Yeah. Freddie Mercury, like when they do the weird headphone shifting stuff and you can't hear any of it <laughs> i can only hear ringo god damn <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a quarter life right there <laughs> that's that's when you're down to the last legs in an octopus's garden <laughs> apex legends is getting a new map with a fire and ice theme and a moving train whoa it's like battlefield one <laughs> look at all this innovation <laughs> It's like Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer meets Battlefield 1 meets Sharkboy and Lava Girl. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh. You're speaking my language now, boy. <laughs> Where do I buy it? It's my favorite things. <laughs> Troy uh, Baker alleges that he was not able to... Rep- <laughs> That's all she wrote for that topic. I, what's there to say? It's Apex Legends. This is... I guess a decent attempt at them trying to stay relevant, but Lucas is mad that him and I are both very bad at the game. Ooh, that went quickly. I feel like you guys were both good at it a while ago. Oh, we were never good at it. We were just uh, passable at it for a bit. I feel like towards the beginning, you guys were like, "Yeah, no, we do pretty well. We get towards the end most game, most matches." That's it's when great. we didn't have a frame of reference for what good is in that game. <laughs> Like, yeah, we're so good. We got to the top five once last night. (laughs) 
That's fair. We went to five karate classes, thought we were hot shit, and then got our asses beat in the tournament. Well done. I know that's a weird analogy, but that's what came to mind. Poor guys. Troy Baker alleges that he was not able to reprise his role of race in Borderlands 3 because Gearbox refused to un- almost had it, refused to honor his union obligations. Yep. That's kind of shitty, and I know there's a lot of really cool voice talent in Borderlands 3, uh, like the man, ProZD, but sucks that... But he's no Troy Baker. Sucks that Gearbox is anti-union. Gearbox's response, or excuse, I should say, was that... um, a person cannot be denied employment because of a membership or non-membership in a labor union or other labor organization, according to Texas law. And so they're basically saying, like, there's a lot of non-union voice actors that we like to hire from Texas. So therefore, we're not a union production. <laughs> but Jeez. if wait, so why why what, didn't he raise this stink in the previous Borderlands games? I He might not have been a uh, part of... Um... Oh yeah, Troy Baker's been in this business for a long time. I'm I'm positive he was in SAG during Borderlands too. I thought SAG only recently. Maybe they maybe they stopped doing the union thing just recently. They I, do seem to be moving more towards like we're a shitbox company. I I do recall that there was a big uh, strike with voice actors in the gaming industry not too long ago, uh, so it could be that they raised um, their standards of employment for their employees and Gearbox did not want to meet that. So you think that in Borderlands 2 they were employing only union actors? I mean... And in Borderlands 3 they changed it? uh, No, I know that it was still kind of... Yeah, because there was another lawsuit going... Jesus Christ, Borderlands is... Gearbox is getting sued by a lot of people, and we'll get to more of that in a second. Um, no, I think they've always had a weird history of just bringing in voice actors with weird pay structures because somebody is currently suing the company, a former employee, former higher-up employee, who voiced Trapbox. I think that's the character's name. Claptrap. Sure. That's... <laughs> Just as believable. Trap box. Uh, <laughs> okay, they're both dumb. <laughs> he was a salaried... No, I, I, don't, I don't play the games. Uh, he was a salaried employee, left the company, and then never got residuals for voicing that character. Sure, but... So, here I'm just... I literally am curious what's going on here. Because the, the thing with SAG is if you're going to use one... Like, you can either be a non-union production or a union production. Mm -hmm. You can't have some actors in your projects who are in a union and some who aren't. So that's where this dispute comes into play. So I'm just curious what was going on in Borderlands 2 because Troy Baker was in that. And he was in, like, you know, Troy Baker's been an actor, like, on screen for a long time. So he's definitely has been in SAG. So I'm just curious what happened there. And I'm looking Borderlands 2, SAG after, and I can't find anything. I guess... My only explanation might be that Borderlands 2 did come out like a decade ago. It's possible Troy Baker was not a part of SAG or it was different requirements well, he did, like, for TV voice shows. actors back then. Yeah. 
He did, and I know that this has been a thing for a long time because I've read about it. He he was in TV shows before he was video games, so I'm like sitting here like, huh? I don't ah. have an answer for you. I I know there is an unusual history of uh, actors and voice actors kind of hiding their involvement in video games uh, because they weren't sure if their union would allow them to be in that. Uh, but I I don't know. Hmm. Wait, was he in Borderlands too? The only one I'm finding in his credits is the the Telltale game, Tales from the Borderlands. I don't know Borderlands. It's possible his character was introduced in the Telltale game and then was transferred into the main series. Well, Borderlands 2 came out before Tales from Borderlands, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, that was through Telltale. They They could have been a union company. I know, but what I'm saying is, yeah. then, is his character only from Tales from the Borderlands and not from any of the main games? Learning that now, that would be my guess. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Nah. He gets credit for DLC in his IMDb. <laughs> I, okay, yeah, I guess. It's kind of weird. That's another performance, okay. It's a little weird to, you know, hear DLC as, like, a video game. Like, Last of huh? Us Left Behind, video game. It's like, well... It's like an hour-long DLC, but sure. All right, buckle up, buckaroos. The composer for Duke Nukem 3D is suing Gearbox Software and Valve. The composer alleges, and I'm not going to use their name because they don't need to get shit on the internet and uh, going to be using non-committal language because this is an ongoing lawsuit and Gearbox... You know, maybe putting out a vibe that uh, they would <laughs> they would uh, pursue legal action against something that could be maybe not true. Um, <clears throat> the composer allegedly still owns the copyright to much of the music in the game and was not paid for the use of that music when it was used in the recently released Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour. Supposedly, he reached out to Randy Pitchford regarding the matter as Gearbox hadn't contacted him, and Pitchford assured the composer that, quote, he would be taken care of, unquote. However, the lawsuit claims that the composer never received monetary compensation from Gearbox. Valve is implicated in this lawsuit because the composer supposedly notified the company that they were essentially profiting off of his stolen work by selling it on Steam. Valve ignored the notification and is still selling Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour. Nailed it. Good. What What do you guys think? Good. He fucking deserves it. (laughs) Thank you. What do you guys think of this mess while I catch my breath? Bad. <laughs> um, agree. Solidarity. <laughs> Randy Pitchford has to go away for a while, man. Agree. Mm. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anything happening in television? 
Uh, premiere week was last week for broadcast. Ooh. Ooh. All sorts I... of. Ah, oh, and we didn't premieres. do our TV show fancy. Fantasy <laughs> draft. We missed the cutoff. Oh, no. We had our pants oh, down man, to kick I off. I wanted Stumptown. Oh. <laughs> that would have been iffy for you. I, uh, Ryan, I totally understand if you can't give away any uh, trade secrets, but uh, you have any kind of read on Premiere Week? Any any surprises? Any uh, any expectations going forward? Um, nothing really did well. <laughs> well. Some some TV shows did better than others, but like nothing that really jumped off the charts. Yeah, I mean, Mass Singer was good, but it was way down from its finale last year. Prodigal Son was pretty good, but not fantastic. Um, all the God, 10 they, p.m. They shows advertised out the ass for that. They did. That's what I think. Like. It did well in the demo, and, you know, 1.0 is nothing to sneeze at nowadays, but, you know, with how much they must have spent on marketing, I can't imagine that they're too excited about it. Um, I don't know. Shows are... Shows are going. Everything's back. Always Sunny's back. Whoop! That's interesting. Uh, I haven't seen the episode yet, but... Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. I think if we workshop it nonstop for the next week, we could get the Adventures of Ca- Calendar into decent shape for a mid-season pickup. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. We'd actually be pretty late to the pitch season for next fall. So, going to go ahead and say apologies, but you will not be seeing Cat Calendar on the schedule this this television season. Aw. But do you know Perhaps who, next. But do you know who we will be seeing in a thing? What? Spider Man in the MCU. Whoa. Uh. So I guess that was just Disney or Sony negotiating in the press, huh? Yeah. Probably both. <laughs> yeah. And or Sony. There we go. There you I... go. Ryan, have you seen any of the advertisements for the Spider-Man Homecoming DVD? No. They open with the what I think is the biggest spoiler in the movie. Well, good. I haven't seen it. Okay. I mean, I think I know what it is, considering the main villain and what the main villain is known for, but... You would be surprised. Okay. Maybe it's a fucking Mandarin style Iron Man 3 where it's like, oh yeah, Iron Man's biggest nemesis. Never mind. It's just a goofy British dude. I think that that twist is warming up on me, actually. Nope. That twist is fucking lame. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just a terrible movie. Far, far and away the worst. Marvel movie that I've seen. Um, good for Tom Holland, I guess, uh, being able to carry on in a role in a franchise he very much enjoys uh, by all appearances. So, cool. Tom Holland would enjoy anything. That's fair. <laughs> Tom Holland could be cast in like a movie where all he does is get tortured the entire time and he'd be like, whoa, hey, how's it going? Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Accidentally gave away... No, the murderer was my dad the whole time. Oh, what? 
Was I not supposed to say that? Oh, I'm so goofy. <laughs> you guys want to watch The Wolf get... of Wall Street after this? <laughs> How did Tom Holland not get in Cats? I feel like <laughs> I feel like he's the only one that would have fun during that. Andrew, let me let you in on a little secret. Cats was in development hell. Oh, man. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a release date and a trailer and everything. Still in hell. <laughs> you can join it if you go see Cats <laughs> this fall. Welcome to hell. That's the tagline. This cat will take your soul. This One soul, please. This cat was caught having feelings. Feelings of an almost human nature. What? It sounded like Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> that cat. It is. What, what if it's a big fucking scam? It's just Rocky Horror Picture Show. You understand? All they have is the trailer for cats. <laughs> and that's it. You understand? If I walked into a movie theater expecting to see cats, saw the trailer, and then the rest was Rocky Horror Picture Show, that would be a win. <laughs> That'd be a solid two hours of my day right there. Mark Ruffalo's there. I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Going into the other category, unless there's anything else happening in film. Going into the other category. Politicians, the people most likely to stoke societal tensions, don't have to follow Facebook and YouTube's content guidelines. I don't know what this means. It means they're cowards. Don't know what that means either. <laughs> so they're... They don't get fact-checked? No. Nope. I don't know if anyone ever got fact-checked. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't get fact-checked when I post a YouTube video. Well, okay, so... I don't know if he's done so much on Facebook, but like the example I can think of is Trump has specifically said some stuff like this person is terrible, would be a shame if something happened to them or just I, I, I'm extrapolating here, but just stuff that could be seen as calls to violence against a specific person's persons or a marginalized group of people, which ordinarily violates Twitter's guidelines and they should take action against that. But now these other social media platforms, Facebook and YouTube, are saying, nope, not not going to do anything about that. Because they don't want the heat. Hmm. Interesting. This picture of Mark Zuckerberg on the Facebook article is terrifying. Yep. He is. Boy, that, that face could be memed. Hmm. Let me grab this snipping tool. It's going to be my new profile picture. Yeah. Then we got TikTok banning LGBTQ plus content. I'm sorry, uh, not banning it. You're allowed to bash those groups on the platform, but you're not allowed to be pro LGBTQ plus. Gotta love TikTok. Yeah. It's almost like it was always a trash platform. <laughs> I mean... It's where the children are. We got the kombucha meme out of TikTok, Andrew. K kombucha? 
The kombucha meat? What? The, the woman took a drink of kombucha, and then it was her going back and forth on it. Oh. I don't know what that means. Oh, wait. I know what you're talking about. First off, it's kombucha. Kombucha. It's not kombucha. Philistine. Second, yeah. Jeez, Andrew, be careful you don't sprain your wrist jerking yourself off over there. I I sent a picture of my glorious capture in the messages. You too can see this picture. picture. Listen along with us. In the link dump. Oh. (laughs) Our little elf man. God. I. Load. Load. What's wrong with your computer? I don't know. <laughs> I was having problems with GTA hey. last night. Mm. <laughs> that's uh, pretty good. Hey, that's pretty good. Pretty good, Snake. Nerf is locking their latest dart guns to only fire official Nerf darts. Woo! Nerf DRM. <laughs> Fuck what you, we were Nerf. All asking for. I didn't know that there was knockoff darts back when I was playing. You had to have oh, like yeah. a a fucking crate full of <laughs> crazy ass darts. You just got the belt thrown across your chest. Mm. Yeah, man. I had the the fucking light machine gun Nerf, and it had it had a had a little like Rambo belt that you had to feed through it. Yeah. Awesome. Were were the whistle darts nerf approved or were they one of the off brand? Okay. Okay. The sniper darts. Those were the best ones. They Mm. went really fucking fast. Mm. I remember because I had the the nerf sniper rifle, but the the darts that went into the sniper were like far and away better than all the rest of the darts. (laughs) Like you could put them in any nerf gun and they would do much better. So. We would I always, tot- like, fight for those darts. I totally forgot that they made, like, Fortnite nerf guns. Yeah. I... That was the thing. You know what? <laughs> Sometimes capital... A lot of the time, capitalism sucks. But that that was a moment people seized it, and I appreciate that. Huh. As far as they're concerned, mm. it's nerf or nothing. Uh, this episode of the Volunteer Review Podcast is brought to you by Nerf. We play video games. Hashtag Nerf. <laughs> Hashtag Nerf the Famas. <laughs> That's right, I remember Black Ops 1. <laughs> that gun was fucking OP as shit. No one ever did anything about it. <laughs> I think it went under three different nerfs and it never... <laughs> Never even got fucking. All of you that called for nerfing the FAMAS are a bunch of fucking cops. <laughs> the people who called for nerfing the FAMAS are people that wanted other guns to be used in the video game. Why would literally I need to use other guns, else. Ryan, when I have the FAMAS? Yeah, there was literally no reason to ever use an SMG because the FAMAS was better than SMGs up close. No reason to ever use an LMG because the FAMAS was better than LMGs at long range. It was it was worthless to use anything but the FAMAS. I have the FAMAS. I am the god of day and night. Pretty much. 
in the ACR in Modern Warfare 2. Ugh. Fucking, hey guys, let's make a gun that has no recoil. Mm. <laughs> what could go wrong? Laser pointer. <laughs> Literally just shooting a laser gun at people. Ugh. Put a silencer on it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Literally a laser gun. All right, and then the last bit of news. Um, The new Tesla, otherwise known as the world's most expensive cuphead machine, is creating issues in parking lots with its new smart summon feature. There you go. It's got issues. Yeah. Don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe hold off on getting a self-driving car. Maybe don't be an early adopter when yours and the lives of others are at stake. I disagree don't, strongly. Don't, don't innovate. Just... Yeah. Stay exactly the same until it, it's a safe point where everyone else is doing something so you can fall in place five years later. I, I could not disagree more with Lucas's previous statement. <laughs> Hashtag fight me IRL. They're driving the wrong way in parking lots. It's kind of a big to be deal. Fa- to be fair, it's a fucking everyone does parking that always. Lot. Yeah, <laughs> people, I fucking got out of a parking lot today where everyone was driving the wrong way. There, there was there was multiple near misses with humans. I feel like sixty percent of the accidents that I see are in parking lots. That's that, where the that stakes is, are the lowest. That's that that's the statistic. It's the vast majority of accidents happen in parking lots. Yeah, people people don't pay attention, but that's fortunately that's when the stakes are almost zero because the speeds involved are supposed to be very low. And I promise you that if it's a Tesla driving. The speeds are very, very low compared to some people who blare through parking lots going 30 miles an hour. So, yeah. And study after study after study after study shows that it's much safer than humans. But guess what? Every time there's an accident, it's a giant news article because it's scary. I was wrong. It's only 20% of accidents happen in parking lots. But that's still a lot. I mean, is it? I mean, still it's the probably more than any other category. Yeah. yeah. I imagine. If anyone's gonna kill me in a high-speed collision on the road, it's gonna be me, not some fucking yeah. robot. I don't want a robot to do it for me. I want to drive drunk and be texting my friends the whole time, not paying attention. That robot, who's paying attention 24-7 and never gets tired, could never match my superior intellect. I give it. Oh, man. I give it five. No, I give it ten years before there's a chase scene in a movie where a hacker character gets into a Tesla. They they don't know how to drive like an action hero, so they hack the Tesla's auto driving feature to make it do cool shit. I say that will be a scene in a movie next year. <laughs> next year? Are you kidding? How has that not already been a thing? Yeah. I feel like this is this is Lucas's first feature, <laughs> where it's a buddy a buddy movie with it's, a self driving car. It, it's fucking Stuber, but yeah, <laughs> but but it's just a self driving car. Exactly. Instead of Camille, Nan- no, Camille Nanjiani could play the car. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> just fucking floors oh. it, <laughs> going crazy. Can we get a Knight Rider reboot where Camille Nanjiani is the car? Pretty good. Ah. I'll take it. Any memes? 
Um, <laughs> no good ones. Um, I know I've seen some, but I can't remember because I forget to write them down. Yeah, I can't really think there, of anything that permeates the haze. Yeah, there were a couple of uh, Civil War memes, like modern day Civil War memes, because oh, I don't know reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Could never say why. They're listening. <laughs> uh, a lot of Gardner Minshew memes. No, yeah. Gardner Minshew is a meme. Oh yeah, just just a human embodiment <laughs> in and of himself. Ryan, did you see the ESPN Gardner Minshew profile where they brought in the actor who played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite? No, but that sounds about right. It was weird. It it, <laughs> it was it was weird. They played it for laughs, and then in last minute and a half they 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 went entirely genuine with it they do it for all the all the losers and the people that you know never got their chance do do it for all the backups and it's like oh okay uncle rico you like yeah okay you're a creep yeah he looked even creepier because it was like 20 years later (laughs) Except for the fact that Gardner Minshew has been a superstar his entire life. Yep. He only had to spend one game as a backup. Not <laughs> even a full game as a backup. I thought he switched around colleges. Well, sure. But all through high school, he was a god. And then in college, he was a god. And ended up getting drafted into the NFL. And is now doing relatively successful. Yeah. I mean, for a six-round rookie, he's doing god tier there you go i feel like i'm seeing (laughs) i feel like i'm seeing a weird resurgence of the woman yelling at a cat Mm. meme that never went away for me i don't even count that as like a a current meme because it just has stayed i feel like for me it definitely like had a weird drop off and then yeah i've seen that come Um, come back a little bit in full strength even stronger than it was before i'm uh it might just be in my bubble, but I'm definitely getting a lot of untitled Goose Game memes. Yeah? Yeah. No, I've seen plenty of Goose Game. That's fun. Like, Goose Game should be in Smash. Yeah! They're the, what's it called, Cheeky Goose or whatever they want to call them. It kind of doesn't work, though, from the gameplay I've seen. No. <laughs> like, he doesn't, it's kind of really slow and sneaky. The Goose really. The goose can honk and be a dick. I, I don't think you can turn that into a fighting game character. It's just like Goat Simulator, but it's cell shaded. Ah, it's artsy. It's kind of not like Goat Simulator, though. It's like a reverent kind of like Goat Simulator, but there's it's very slow paced. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's definitely more of like a chill, like whatever game than a weird high paced thing. Hmm. Mm. Okay, are we moving into the breakouts? I believe so. You guys have anything, or can I go off right away with uh, Link's Awakening? Go Go off, fam. Here are the lovably weird things in The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. A chain chomp pet dog. Goombas. Petey Piranha. Basically Mario. The ability to jump at any time. Literally princess peach 
that one's actually really cute. You delivered a, a letter between pen pals. One's a guy and one's a goat lady. And you take the goat lady's letter to the guy. And when he opens it, it's just, oh, so this is what she looks like. And it's just a picture of Princess Peach. There's a ghost that started following me around without ex any explanation after I beat the fourth dungeon. That fucker is still just behind me all the time, and I'm not sure what to do about it yet. Uh, you can steal shit. Kirby's in the game. There's side-scrolling segments and a boss fight that takes place entirely in that side view. Uh, and, of course, the simmering sensation of existential dread. Any questions on any of those? Sounds about right. Yeah. And I, I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you're enjoying Super Paper Zelda. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What do you mean by that? Just it's you're like ah, oh, it's got all this lovably weird stuff in it, and then it was just seven straight like things from Mario that just got slapped into Zelda and Kirby. <laughs> Oh, and 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 Kirby. <laughs> don't you air don't you dare put Kirby in a corner. Um I yeah, I like this. It's cute as hell. Um very much feels like the genesis of a lot of the weirder world building and thematic stuff that I think would was what put Zelda above a lot of other games going forward. Um and also, yeah, all of this mashed up Nintendo stuff, it does feel very much like a game made in the early 90s when they maybe worried less about everything having to be so on brand and not doing a crossover thing unless they were going to promote it as such. And yeah, that's cool. And even I think like 25 years after the game actually came out, it still feels very um, unique. But what are you guys checking out? Hmm. I played a couple hours of Warframe because it was free on my Switch. I nice. What? It's okay. What is going on in Warframe, Andrew? Um, Warframe is third-person Destiny. If it was made by a bunch of teenagers. It, it's like an indie, I think it's an indie game, but it's like a looter shooter where you play as like an ancient hero woken up by an evil presence in sci-fi world. And there's like lore that isn't really explained and it's multiplayer. So far, I haven't come across any other people. Mm. Um, Are you sure yeah. it's multiplayer? <laughs> Yeah, no, dude. The, the the guy that made No Man's Sky told me so. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is like No Man's Sky. I don't. Yeah, think there's I've multiplayer, gotten... but you'll never run into something. Yeah. Um, it's like you're a ninja with a Iron Man suit. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Like I'll throw it on for a little bit, but not crazy. Hmm. Oh man. Y'all want to hear about the University of Kentucky's football team and NCAA 14? Fuck yeah. Oh man. Uh, I've, I've been recruiting for... This is going into my fifth season and I think I finally had the team. 
that was going to go challenge for the national championship. Uh, but alas, downfall against Georgia. And it's just, it's been a rough season. Uh, we're, we, we created an offense and we only run the option and halfback screens. We can't throw the ball over the line of scrimmage is the limitation. <laughs> mm. And last season, I think we went uh, 11 and two with a capital one bowl game win finishes the seventh ranked team. Uh, this year I thought for sure was the year we were going to take that leap to compete for the national championship. But alas, uh, it's fucking tough. <laughs> the, the problem is, is if you go down early, you're fucked. <laughs> you cannot come back when you have to run the ball or throw screen passes. So uh, it's been a fun challenge. So um, you, you just put a handicap on yourself that you cannot throw the ball? I, I can throw the ball, but only behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> I can throw screens. That's about it. Um, which makes it fun. Uh, I play, I put a running back in at quarterback, um, and like run the option most of the time, but then he fumbles sometimes because he's like got really low awareness when you have a player playing out of position. So he just fumbles like an idiot a lot. And then, um, I don't recruit wide receivers or tight ends or quarterbacks. Obviously I just have offensive linemen playing wide receiver. (laughs) So I just have like big old 320 pound dudes lining up like a wide receiver and then just utterly demolishing cornerbacks <laughs> on blocks. Just these skinny boys getting lit up every play. It's, okay. it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's tough. Under, You're going to give Andy Reid a run for his <laughs> <laughs> Under your self-imposed rules, are you allowed to do the trick play from the longest yard? Which one is that? The schoolyard bullshit? Uh, yeah, when they're just doing laterals. Yeah, laterals constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's allowed. Okay. You can, yeah. you can pitch backwards, just not forwards. Gotcha. Any any passes backwards, totally legal. That's part of the option offense. Mm. It's been it's been tough. It's been a <laughs> tough one. Thought I thought for sure it'd be good. I played Alabama this year, and I beat them pretty handily, because if you get out to a lead, you can really burn a lot of clock with the run game, as long as you're successful. And I thought for sure this was the year I was taking that leap, and then couple of late game losses where i could not come back from a deficit but i don't know man Mm. so that's been what i've been doing (laughs) that's my life (laughs) making up dumb challenges in ncaa 14 because video games are apparently not good enough for me (laughs) and i don't want to ask andrew to play pc games twice in a row (laughs) i don't know if you've noticed this andrew but (laughs) I'll ask you, and then wait for you to ask me before I ask you again. Because <laughs> otherwise, it'd be every night. <laughs> Gotta take the pressure off. Yep. Don't want to seem too I, desperate. I play PC games with Andrew like a Tinder message. <laughs> you can't you can't message twice in a row. Otherwise, it's pretty desperate. I don't want Andrew to think that I'm needy. Yeah. <laughs> were either of you on... Andrew, I know you weren't, so maybe this is just to Ryan. Ryan, were you on Tinder early enough that you remember when they had the ability to send people pictures? Absolutely. Yeah. Bro, I was, wait, wait, I was they fucking took that OG. Away? Right? They took, they took that away? You can yeah. send GIFs, but you can't, no. you can't send images anymore. I've never been on Tinder, so... Wow, fucking cool story, Andrew. <laughs> I don't understand technology. I listen You're to CDs. Fucking, out fucking humble culture. brag amongst humble brags. Jade, Andrew's got, like, what's being single like? I am I gotta, so stupid. I gotta about do that. a thing, Jade. It's it's 
It's for all millennials everywhere. <laughs> you don't understand. No, I was fucking OG, man. I was on yeah. Hot or Not. Ooh, they yeah. give you a ranking. No. Dude, Hell Hot yeah or Not. Hot or Not was rough. Oh, Hot God. Or not was great. <laughs> if you put a picture... if So if you were on Underage, Hot or Not, which is really creepy that that was a thing, oh by the God. way. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. It was differentiated? Yeah, if you were under 18, they had a Hot or Not for you. Remember, you'd only see other people under 18. So if you are if you were in Underage, Hot or Not, and you put a picture of yourself in a football uniform, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> let me tell you, you'd clean up. <laughs> I think I was at like a 7.1 out of 10, which meant like 71% of people swiped right. And then once you hit college, it just like completely tanked. <laughs> you're just an average looking dude in a sea of <laughs> college students. And they're like, why is this asshole still wearing a football jersey? Yeah. Does he think that gets him clout? <laughs> it's great. You'll love it. Now I have to find something else that makes me cool. Like working for an entertainment company. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> it's all just compensating. Nah. Just put your True. net worth in your Tinder bio. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm a very successful employee in an entertainment company. <laughs> and my net worth is as follows. You're also missing another. So for a while I had like one of those stupid joke bios that everyone, you know, oh, I'm clever. Swipe right on me. Um, and <laughs> I think two years ago, I switched it to all lowercase, no punctuation, tall dude with a job. <laughs> and I've done pretty well. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hurt, hurt my feelings. What would my Tinder bio be? Oh. Other than just short king. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you would come up with something clever. I know you would. Um, I remember Ian's for the longest time was like, I took uh, a quiz to see which character I was in the office and got Pam. So I guess I'm looking for my gym. Oh, I, uh-huh. I remember that. Uh, just like the opposite of ah, subverting expectations. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. Um, Andrew, I feel like yours would be I bought the Friends DVD box set so I can hook you up. Ew. <laughs> Fucking gross. You're so probably, you'd probably be basic because you'd get so many matches. <laughs> it would be like, oh, I don't message first. Uh, also, don't check this app very often. DM me on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean I'd get so many matches? I don't know, man. Mr. Hasn't been single since fucking 2004 or whatever. Are you coming on to me? (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, I've always loved you. Let's run away together. Aww. Transatlantic. Oh, fuck. I just, yeah. Transatlantic accent. Hmm. I'll be to LA and checks watch 40 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Stay right there. there. Go to him. No, you gotta you gotta run run down the airport gate, <laughs> which you can't do anymore unless no. you have a ticket. So you have to buy an inexpensive ticket. I want that so to be in a movie. Security. Just someone being like, "Wait for me," and like running down the airport and just get fucking Smashed laid out by security. <laughs> yeah, interrogated for hours on end. Oh my god, guns everywhere, <laughs> officer! I was doing a bit. 
This was romantic. I saw it in Friends. <laughs> you don't listen understand. to my podcast. <laughs> You'll see it's a joke. Get you some don't, culture. <laughs> you don't understand. I really actually don't want her to take her dream job in New York. I'm worth <laughs> more than that. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to be a housewife. I'm a very successful employee at an entertainment company. And my I'm a tall dude with a job. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm just looking for my gym. <laughs> oh, man. Tinder, huh? Andrew, you want to talk about Final Space? First, I want to talk about... Uh, actually, I, I don't really want to talk about Final Space. A little bit of a letdown. <laughs> a little bit of a letdown with a lot of character betrayals. I think I think that the finale was better than most of the episodes of season two, but it, I don't think it's saying that much. I, don't, I didn't hate it. Like, I, I still enjoyed season two, but I think season one was a much higher bar. Um, but, Lucas, I know you watched it because we watched it together. Ryan, have you seen Between Two Ferns, the movie? No. It's uh, on my list. I want to. It's It's got its moments. I, I think it's pretty funny. I mean, I love Between Two Ferns. Yeah. That was made me laugh. It's, it's some good... I think it's hilarious that like they took the concept of between two ferns and then just made their own world where that was a thing. Yeah, they created their own like set of rules and characters. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Um, definitely, definitely stick around for the end credits. Uh. The, the the end credits is just the bloopers. Yeah, and I I, I think I, I enjoyed that, that as much, part. if not more, than the rest of the movie. It's good. Uh, backers lost. I was there. Andrew, why'd you make him lose? Oh, man, I just. I wanted us to to stay in the hunt. You know, I didn't want us to get cocky. I want us to always be that team that's clawing to be the best. No, it was, it was pretty heartbreaking. I had a lot of fun. It was my first Packer game ever, but a lot of fun. But dear God, do Eagles fans fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't mind the Eagles as a team. I actually like the Eagles. Like, the football team, the Eagles. But their fans are the fucking worst. Good God. I don't think I've ever heard a group of people like individually say I'm not an asshole so many times. Like like the I was sam I was sandwiched between two Eagles fans, which is <laughs> just just the worst porno ever. Um Ooh. one 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 was like this really nice old guy from Philadelphia who's just like, wow, Lambeau Field. Like, I've always wanted to be here, crossing off my bucket list. Packers are doing really good this year. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm really excited for this. You know, th- thanks for the hospitality. The other one is a drunk, mm. like, 25-year-old, just fucking ripped. Like, like drunk, I mean. Flaming red beard, screaming at everyone, trip, like, so drunk he's tripping over his own feet and, like, falling on the people in front of him. Pouring beer everywhere. Just, just a nightmare. Got into an argument with my dad. 
What about? It was just like, my, my I, th- I think, I forget if my dad told him to just shut up or whatever. Because it was like before the game even started. And he was just like, fuck it. Fuck everyone. Fuck you. And like, there was a kid. My dad's like, stop. <laughs> and he's like, only if you ask nicely. He's like, I fucking did. <laughs> that was the end of that. He like fell on a kid that was in front of him, and I picked mm. him up and I threw him into the like the row behind me. Your dad? No, I no 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 like the the drunk guy. Okay. Your um, dad? No, I I did. <laughs> oh, ah, ah, I get it. Your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, it was weird. Then the next morning, I woke up and like, oh man, I'm not gonna let that ruin my weekend, and bent down to pick up a stick in the yard and just pinched a disc in my back and was immobilized for the rest of the weekend yeah sorry lucas i i mm, it, i actually no, had I'm a like, good time under the circumstances i am sorry that you did not have a good time there wasn't really anything i could do about it i had a good time under the circumstances and thank you for having me over the weekend Oh, Ryan, I'm sorry did for you have over Ryan. What? I don't know. Ryan, I'm tra- sorry I was for being make a joke and it didn't connect. No. I'm sorry for beating you in fantasy football this week, Ryan. I don't feel good about it. Yeah, there was a stack correction. I was beating you last night. And then it what changed was- and I had a whole thing prepared about how like yeah, we both collapsed, but you still won by exactly as much as you were projected to win. And well, then what you was didn't. the stack correction? I don't know. I was looking for the stack correction and I couldn't find it. <laughs> but I was winning last night and now I'm losing. And I'm oh, confused. Was, was it was it because Dak Prescott threw that like last second interception that dropped? He you did, but they points? had already accounted for that. Oh. At one point I was up by four points, and then yep. at the end of last night I was up by two. And then now I'm losing by two. And I went to the stat corrections page and didn't see any of my players listed on there. And I'm just like, oh. If well they, I think I think if they do a stat correction before like the week is over, it doesn't come up there. Because I also oh. had a, I also had a stat correction with like the New England Patriots defense. But huh. I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't play that well. I, I was, didn't I was debating over nope. whether or not to start Sammy Watkins. And I was plugging in literally every member of my bench. Like, oh, should I start this person over Sammy Watkins? Oh, or maybe this person. I don't know. Who's the lowest risk? I ended up starting Sammy Watkins. Literally every single person on my bench, if I would have started them, I would have won the game handily. <laughs> but I started Sammy Watkins and lost by two. I so Here's the thing. Nobody played well this week except for me and Sam in my matchup. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Yeah. But can we fucking pour one out for Ian? Scoring no. 55 <laughs> points in an eight-team league. This team's pretty garbage, man. Good God. Just it's, just top to bottom. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I, yep. Why, oh though? Can't, can't wait for AJ Green to come back from injury on this shit-tier Bengals offense. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, oh, it's pretty bad. He made some bad choices <laughs> yep 
Who plays Shane next week? I need whoever plays Shane to win. Uh, I don't know. Also, wait, how do I beat you this week, but you're projected to get first now overall in the league? I am? Yeah. I'll be two and two. They they don't change the uh, the power rankings until after the week is over, I think. Oh. I mean, also, my team is good. Right. Like, although I'm two and two, one of my losses was very close, and we both scored points. And True. And two wins were pretty handily, and I scored a lot of points, so... I do have a good football, flag fo- fantasy football team. I am not worried at all. Yeah. Had a down week. Ryan, I think you and I are the, like, the two highest scoring teams. And yeah, we're the two points. Two. Yeah. Points four. Um, next week, I play Ian. Mm-hmm. Jesus plays Aaron. Um, Sam plays Shane. And the two of you battling it out. Hey. Aw, Yeah. So, it's gonna be a goodin'. I'm like the great Michael Jordan. I'm gonna call a hooker and send them to your hotel room to try to get you arrested for prostitution. I haven't heard that Michael Jordan story. I'm pretty sure that happened. I. The only Michael Jordan thing I know is that plagued by gambling debts and maybe match-fixing throughout his mid and later career and the chameleon air story what's the chameleon air story um i don't know if we have time for it oh. just google michael jordan chameleon air you know chameleon air the guy yeah. who's saying riding dirty oh uh, yeah when well, rapper is... chameleon air had the opportunity to meet jordan his hero he asked mj for a picture with him not only did jordan brush him off but he also cursed him out and disrespected him by saying you know what i tell you what you pay $15,000 right now for a jersey f- for, from me, and I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> Wait, was that it? That's Yeah, that's the majority of it. Yeah. It's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Fucking dick. <laughs> you don't deserve to hang out with Bugs Bunny. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at top 10 meanest Michael Jordan moments. <laughs> <laughs> What what would your guys' top ten meanest moments be? I feel like mine would all be in jest if those counted. And if they didn't, it would just be like some like mild slight, like someone saying hi and just like walking past them pretending I didn't hear them. Like I feel like I'm not very mean. <laughs> I'm not either, but I feel like my number two or three uh would be telling Hand Andrew story. that he isn't creative. Whoa! Spoiler hey, alert! Hey, hey. Whoa! I don't think we met our goal. Whoa. Cut that! Cut it! Yeah. After Andrew snaps. did his number one meanest moment. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so what... your your thing was less mean than Andrew's, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> Whatever I have to say to make myself seem justified in the situation, which I absolutely was, because he asked me to say something mean to him. (laughs) I believe Andrews was more of a, this was a lapse in judgment at this time. I am no way assaulting your character. Yours was like, who you are as a person is worthless. (laughs) He told me to say something mean to him so he could feel better about being mean to me. And I did. 
<laughs> Did you feel better, Andrew? <laughs> no. <laughs> I imagine you felt markedly worse. <laughs> markedly. If you ask me to insult you, I am going to pull down this carefully constructed veil of politeness and tear you a fuck apart. (laughs) Lucas is just darkness incarnate hiding below the surface. People are going to a roast of Andrew and they're just like, Oh man, you're Irish. You sure do love your liquor, don't you? And then Lucas fucking rolls in with the, the fucking emotional bombs. <laughs> just ripping apart your psyche. Ruining your entire life. Sense of self-worth. Oh man. Lucas is a psychopath. I don't want to hurt you. But you're specifically asking me to hurt you right now. I don't, I don't make me... I, I don't enjoy this, but I will do it. You know what? Um, I That's just te- I just remembered a couple of uh, a couple days ago while Lucas was over that uh, when we were both in elementary school, when we were friends, it was like like third or fourth. Back grade. then, when we were friends. Back then, you know, <laughs> not be, now, but then before, before the pants story. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is PPS. Pre-pants story. Pre-pants story. Um, uh, so the teacher wanted us to do like an exercise in being nice, essentially. And Andrew failed it. <laughs> I failed spectacularly. Um, the, the idea was she put everyone's name in the classroom in a jar. And you reached in, and you pulled out the name, and you were supposed to write that person in the class a, an anonymous letter. The teacher knew who we were all writing to, but the people receiving the letters did not know who was going to be giving them a letter. So we were supposed to just say some nice things to them in the letter, and then the teacher was going to give it to them. And I I pulled out Lucas's name. And <laughs> so I wrote something along the lines of, have a nice day, you big dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucas got it. <laughs> Wait, the teacher didn't screen these? <laughs> no, I no. didn't. The students could have said some hateful shit. Yeah. Well, the teacher knew who, who did it, but Lucas didn't. So he got it to the teacher like, some fucking asshole. <laughs> just, just wrote this shit on a letter to me. And she's like, God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> Gave me a timeout. Wait, how old were you guys Wait, in this scenario? I, I, it, we may have been younger than I'm remembering. We could have been, like, in first grade. Okay. Um, I don't think I had a class with you until maybe third grade, but... Mm, I don't know about that. You guys were writing kindness letters in third grade? Yeah, no. I, I, hippie bullshit as you <laughs> elementary school. I mean... We're learning, like, our times tables and shit in third grade. You guys are, like, learning how to be hey, nice. I loved that class. I mean... It was nice and homey and smelled earthy. God. I mean, evidently, some of us needed it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I struggled with intelligence empathy, which is the douchiest thing I think I've ever said in my entire life. Like, <laughs> I didn't know how child development worked. I didn't. I thought that we were all, like, equally aware yeah. of the world around us. And, like, everyone was, like, you know, everyone's created equal, blah, blah, blah. And, like... So I, I thought people would make jokes when they were being very earnest <laughs> and it, it was a problem. And I, that, that was some of the things that I said then was definitely mean in like first grade. I'll always remember one time a kid 
we were playing a game that involved rolling two dice. So you had to add the numbers of the two dice together. And like, I guess I knew how to do that in my head, which not that impressive, but I don't know how far along that is. Yeah. And some kid was counting it on his fingers to add them together. And I laughed because I thought he was being like a card, like right. you know, playing down like, ah, I, I'm still counting on my fingers like a four year old. So I was like, ha ha, like good, good one. And like <laughs> the teacher heard me. <laughs> And the kid obviously was really broken up about it. <laughs> and uh yeah. I got I got in a lot of trouble. I And I was like I was like, wait, no, I thought he was making a joke. Like I thought, oh shit, this is bad. I, and I, and she still didn't explain to me why this was a problem. She just said, You're being awful, like you're being mean, you know better than this. And you're like, and I, I don't. Like, what? No, I actually don't. I'm autistic. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you, Probably do you, not. Do you guys remember when we took like the empathy tests, like freshman year in college, yes. and, and Jesus graded out as a sociopath? Okay, they were doing that shit on purpose. <laughs> they were absolutely throwing the test. That was a very easy to influence test. I tried to take it as honestly as I could, but like, come on, Every, everyone knew the good answers and the bad answers on that test. When when Aaron May gets a... I don't know if I'm supposed to say his full name. <laughs> when a guy that we know... Snap, snap, snap. Gets fucking a 10 out of 250. Mm. You're, you're trying hard there to, to, to fail. So. There were yeah. definitely some layups in there. Definitely. It wasn't a lack of empathy. It, it was literally just I was an idiot, <laughs> but also not an idiot in other areas. I, you don't. You're not quite at the point where you know for sure if other people are in on the joke and don't know how to convey that it's a joke. Yeah. Yep. Which I'm still I still struggle with with topics right. such as like Bucky Badger. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't fucking know. <laughs> If people are being serious <laughs> to this day, you could tell me that you're you're being totally serious that you like him, and I'm gonna be looking at you like, but like really though, like I'm struggling here. I can't read social cues. No, people absolutely love Bucky Badger for some reason. When I, I think when it's I because I told my mom that I like hated Bucky Badger, she's like, "But why? He's the best. He's so cute. <laughs> like he's an asshole." I don't even hate him. I just don't understand. Like, oh, he's my mortal. All. He's my mortal enemy. Okay, that seems. Now I can't tell if you're mm. joking again. <laughs> Do you really hate him, or is that the meme? Ah, this this world is so confusing. You'll never know. It's for the lols. Ryan has the, the emotional lols. intelligence of a four year old. Yes, Did it's you? like that show Scorpion on CBS. Oh there was God. a bunch of geniuses with really high IQs. Oh, but they couldn't understand people good. <laughs> I thought they canceled the Big Bang Theory. Ah, I was just gonna say it's like Big Bang Theory, but show. they're spies. I I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to get into the thing I'm the most self conscious about when I was a kid. What that you thought that you failed an autistic test? <laughs> Close. Um. <laughs> but that's another personal detail about me. Andrew. I had blocked that until now, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is like, that's not the one I wanted to share with an entire podcast audience. Fuck but it. thanks. <laughs> yeah, audience. Hi, Ryan's oh, mom. Hi, yeah. And there it is. <laughs> the thing oh. Lucas is most self-conscious yeah. about. 
Uh, no. Okay. So when I was in kindergarten, show and tell day, I brought in one of my Thomas the Tank Engines. Uh, it was Percy because that one was my favorite. <laughs> I, and, remember, I remember this. <laughs> and then a kid who I later found out suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome. He was, he was a crack baby. He was a straight up crack baby. Uh, he took it away from me and said he was going to break it. And I remember just standing there talking to him for a couple of minutes, like trying to reason with him not to do that, saying, hey, don't do that. That wouldn't be cool. And that would make me sad. And I really like that. Like, please don't. And he just refused. And I had to beat him up to take that back because he... (laughs) I <laughs> Lucas beat up a developmentally delayed child. No. I, I gave him every ounce. <laughs> What's beat up though? Why didn't you just take it? Because he wouldn't let me. Because otherwise he would do it again, right? <laughs> <laughs> and to prevent future crimes. <laughs> I'm very confused though. Why didn't? <laughs> There's a level between like negotiating with diplomacy and like just kicking the ever-loving shit out <laughs> i think that's where my confusion lies more than anything it's like push to the ground and grab that's not beating up in my book i don't know if that's what it was if there were punches thrown i it i don't know i i i don't recall the exact specifics of it and it's far enough <laughs> away now out. that it's all it... a fucking blur man <laughs> I, well, the adrenaline was pumping. I don't know. But it, I don't know. It was just this weird moment of me having to confront the fact at a really young age, I am capable of violence. I am capable of hurting people. And I don't think I like that. It's like a fucking origin story. <laughs> Did you get in trouble? Did you have to, like, talk to a cop and stuff? No, I just, like, the teacher, like, asked what happened, and I explained, but I, he said he was going to break my toy, and I asked him not to do that, and he refused, and I had to take it from him by force, and because he wouldn't just let me grab it, I had to beat him up, kinda, and I feel really bad about this, but... What was I supposed to do? I don't, I'm not the bad guy here. I'm not happy with what I did. But I think I was justified. It's like a fucking war crime trial. <laughs> this is Nuremberg and Lucas is like, I was just following orders. Oh, God. Can't you see where I'm coming from? Are you really comparing me to the Nazis when, <laughs> when I was a child stopping another child from breaking Percy? How do you know that he would have broken Percy, Lucas? That could have been an empty threat. (laughs) Wow. Why? This is just terrible. You are roasting me on my biggest insecurity right now. Okay. This is your biggest insecurity? What you were as a child? Damn. I mean, it's kind of... We all have those lingering, like, sources of guilt, you know? Not from, like, kindergarten. Like, that's not... Even a person, you're not a person when you're five years old. <laughs> like, I think you're really a human until you're like 13. I was going to say, li- life begins at 10 years old. 10 might be young. 
<laughs> no, ten, 10 sounds... Yeah, that's about right, actually. <laughs> yeah, ten, 10 years old is when I, I, can, I think I can interact with you. That's when the AI As one human being in. to another human being. <laughs> Before that, I, I don't think that you're even the same. I, that's when the AI kicks in. Sure. Look, maybe. all... All I know is that that was a moment in my life where I had to confront some big ethical stuff or like big ethical and self-perception stuff that I, 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 I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that week three of kindergarten. Wow. Right after 9-11. Yep. (laughs) This was my (laughs) 9-11. I wonder if there's a corollary there. This was my 9-11. You don't like understand. Three, it's like three days after 9-11. It's like, this is my 9-11. Yeah. When that kid fell, that was the same as the South Tower collapse. Jesus. Okay, so. Percy was American Airlines Flight 311. Okay, so. Oh, the, this podcast is an hour and 45 minutes long at this point. <laughs> I, say, I say we do a clap sync and get out of here before... I don't know. Ryan tells us that he, like, killed his twin in the womb or something. <laughs> we'll have more childhood trauma corner next week. <laughs> That's the new section. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers, we're airing some shit out. Can't wait. Clap sync. Uh, looking at 52, 53, yep. 54. Let's do it at... Five seconds. I. One of you just did a whoosh. What? I don't know what that means. I didn't. I heard a clap from one of you, but the other, I heard what sounded a lot like somebody moving their hand really fast in front of the microphone, but not connecting with anything. Oh, I, I just started doing that in front of my microphone. It creates a really cool wave pattern. I, I look I, forward I to a, seeing that. Yeah, I have a clap on my waveform. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you're good for listening to episode 68 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Nice. If you like what you heard, if you didn't like what you heard, if you are... No, not going to go there. Um, If you listened to this podcast and had any reaction whatsoever... Please leave it in the comment section below. If you're capable of feelings, feelings of an almost human nature. If you're above 10 years old. If you count as a person in our eyes, leave a review and give us money on Patreon. Um, www.patreon.com backslash voluntary underscore viewing. Also be sure to check us out on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. If you have any questions for us or business opportunities, whatever, want to reach out to us for any reason, you can shoot us a message over SoundCloud or you can send us an email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Also, I am still somehow Lucas writer. I got a Twitter account at Lucas writer. Write some stuff, usually post it there. Check it out. All right. 
I'm going to stop recording now.